To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings podcast from Newstalk ZB. An earlier caller, a young um, man who phoned in who says he does know how to cook, his mum is a chef, and he also referenced Alison Gofton, who used to be on Before the News. And the lady herself joins us now. Good morning to you. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Did you hear the call? No, my daughter heard it. She said, I think that's Sean Luke, but he's called himself by his mother. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Bless my son. Good on him. Uh, well, and you taught him how to cook. Bless you. That makes him capable and able to deal with day-to-day life. If you've got the tools, it makes it a lot easier. Look, it does. And I've been listening in this morning, and I just wanted to throw into the conversation some of the things that come from 40 years of being a person who's been involved in cooking and advertising and marketing. I've just recently, this will shock some of your listeners. (laughs) I was with a group of girls who are 16, and one of them came in. I was doing fundraising work, and they came in and they said, what do you do to your rice? It tastes really nice. And I said, well, we cooked it in a rice cooker, so I washed it to get rid of the starch. Why would you wash it, they said. And I said, well, it will mean it will be fluffy. But it's made from pasta, they said. And I looked at them. And then I asked around some other girls, and they all told me that rice was made from wheat. It's a type of pasta. Now, that is kind of like where we are These girls are at a private school, I might add. So this is where we are with our education on food. Not only do we not understand what some of our food is, we don't know how to prepare it, and we don't know where it comes from. And so we've got a generation, in fact, it's now two since we took home science out of schools, Kerry, and replaced it with technology. So we've now got an entire two times of generation, I poor English there, who have never been taught how to prepare anything, how to budget for anything, or how to plan that budget and to eat. And so added to that, I wanted to raise with your listeners a fabulous book that's come out by a guy called Dr. Chris Van der Tullican, and he's written a book called Ultra Processed People. And so much of what some of your callers have said seems to be ringing true today, and that is... It is the food that we are eating that is making us obese. And in this book, he outlines exactly what the additives are into our food in order to stretch, process, um, give it uh, shelf stability, and how your body is unable to process some of that. And the result is obesity. And it's a very educated and interesting read which of course then leads on to a whole lot of issues with our young people because they go to food that makes them feel good but their body isn't able to process it and it stores it as calories and so we have a in amongst all of the other things that come up to play at the moment like budgets Mm -hmm. um, lack of skills the food choices that we have are also the brightly coloured ones, as you've mentioned, or the soft, fluffy, easy-to-eat things are not good for us. And so while we're in this crisis of food costs, which you know, you and I would have seen this at least twice in, in the careers that you and I yes. have shared, some of the things that I wanted to suggest to your, to your listeners this morning, especially to people on a really tight budget, is that first up, you plan. 
It's for the whole week. So you don't mm. buy more than you need. And secondly, if you can buy online, it's a really good way to avoid the temptations of the things that they put at the front of the supermarket to get you to put it into your trolley. Now, they're just two kind of really simple things that you can do. A snack is not in a packet, Kerry. A mm. snack is not something you open up and munch on. A snack is an apple, a banana, a piece of fruit. And at this time of the year, it's an apple or a pear. That's it. Salads are for summer. Coleslaw is for winter. Those packets of salads, if you're lucky to eat all of it before it goes off, is a really expensive way to buy your lettuce. So if you can ditch your salad in summer, in winter, fabulous. Buy your chicken frozen, always. It's far cheaper if you can. Don't buy it cut up into pieces. Don't buy it with the... Um, the skin taken off and the bone taken out, buy it frozen and cook it from frozen. It is much cheaper. Get to love frozen green vegetables at this time of the year. Even if you serve peas every night to your family, it is far better than not having a green on their plate. Don't forget potatoes. Cook them whole. Ditch the pasta. Cook the potato. It comes with protein, carbohydrate, vitamin C, Roughage, especially if you're going to cook it whole in the microwave or in the oven. I know eggs are expensive, but if you put them into a sandwich, you're not buying a huge junk of focaccia bread stuffed with minimal amount of filling or a pie. And an egg sandwich will provide you with heaps of really good protein and you will feel full. And even if it's a dollar for an egg, it's a better sandwich, it's a better choice than a $6 pie at lunch. Don't buy biscuits or prepared cakes at this time of the year. And the only packet thing I think I'd encourage people to buy is the good old King's soup mix with a bag of um, odd sods carrots that you can buy. You've got a healthy soup with lots of nutrition in it. And those things will get you through winter at the moment because the food prices are outrageous. They are right outrageous. Now. That is such – I mean, it is – it's, it is good advice and it bears repeating, you know, that you don't eat out of season. You don't have, have if you can, set aside a couple of hours on a Sunday so that you do have home-baked crackers, which take less than no time to cook and are very healthy for you. Even a, even a banana yeah. cake using the leftover bananas, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. It is back to the to making it yourself. And then we come, if we're looking at it through the eyes of, you know, looking back over social issues, we then get to the reasoning of understanding that actually people don't have pots and pans and baking dishes in their in their kitchens. And I strongly recall a time when I managed the Nutrition Foundation trying to do a campaign on soups in the community that was hard stretched for money. And the thing that I learned was that people didn't have a saucepan the size to make soaps. And so I remember that very strongly. So I've always recalled never to judge our people who do not have the knowledge to make good choices, but otherwise try and encourage them down that line. You, you can pick up eight chicken drumsticks for $5 and that with some, a whole potato and a few peas on your plate will feed a family. And that's the best value you can get at the moment. You there are you so wise. You know, canned, canned, ordinary smoked canned fish might not taste like the fresh stuff. Might, might God, you need a mortgage to buy fish. Yeah. Um, that, that will help you make a pie. 
just a pie. If you can make a white sauce, don't buy it. Make a white sauce with mm. a potato or shove it into a baked potato with some cheese on top of it. Only buy cheese in a block. Don't buy it grated. The price no. is far more expensive. And, and they put some stuff special. in it to stop it congealing. Yeah, and when you buy it, if, you, if you've got time, buy it in a block, the cheapest that you can, grate it and freeze it. And then you can just take out handfuls as you require it so that um, it's not going to sit in your fridge. We don't have to worry about it. So you can do that. But at this time when our prices are so terribly high, we do need to do our best to plan. You're a gem. I love talking to you. It's, It's a great conversation and I really like the conversation that we have around the kind of foods we're eating and how it affects our mental health. Because I do strongly think that this is going to be a bigger conversation in future. And I am absolutely sure a lot of the people who work with students and and youth who are struggling in this area, one of the big things that they're facing is this issue about what they're eating. Highly processed, um, containing a lot of additives or sugars. And that is not to bag sugar, but, you know, let's put it into context. Um, and it is having a major effect on their health, their well-being, their mental ability, their mental health and their learning health at schools. Um, yeah. Very important. If only we were like the French and we had a proper lunch at school every day, not only would our children get fed, but the industry behind it would be, would be a real boon for our country in terms of producing the food processing that into good meals and then serving it at our schools. It's a whole industry. That's why the French have never got rid of it. It's a massive industry and the nutrition of those young people is far greater than ours. Look, it was. I was feeling really low after about the, I forget, I think it was, must have been after Gabrielle and the weather was getting, everything was getting to me and I had been eating you know, reasonably healthy takeaways, but still not preparing the food for myself. And I just, I got some, a little bit of salmon and I got the veggies that were the cheapest and some rice and made that for myself. And that act of self-love and the good food actually lifts your mood, doesn't it? It does lift your mood. And, you know, when we were at school, oh God, I'm sounding really old now, but when I was at school, we used to have to learn how to make the food that was basic look nice on the plate. So one day you cut your carrots into vichy, which is circles, and another day you cut them into sticks, or you roasted them, or you pureed them, or you did something with them, and so that it wasn't just, you just didn't look at it as, oh God, it's another carrot. We looked (laughs) at how we might be able to serve that. And so one of the things that I've stuck with my family, and I know this sounds really dumb, is that every night I still have my mother's mantra, a piece of protein that's not a big piece. You know, it only needs to be the size of the the palm of your hand and vegetables. My plates are loaded with vegetables and that means frozen vegetables as well. And we should never forget that the nutrition in frozen vegetables can sometimes outdo that of fresh depending how long the fresh has been sitting in your fridge. And so... Yes, you might have to buy your frozen cauliflower, but the trick is to either to cook it into the microwave or heat it into the microwave, or if you're going to heat it in a saucepan, you only need a smidge of water. Don't put it into a swimming pool of water that makes it watery. If you want to get the best nutrition and the best texture from frozen vegetables, microwave is 
best or a small amount of water and often I will put my frozen vegetables into a frying pan because there's more surface area and the less time it takes to reheat them. So you'll get better texture and better nutrition if you cook your frozen vegetables that way. Then if you're buying it in a packet, you Mm. know full well that it's going to be more expensive. So try very hard to buy things not in a packet. I'm so sorry we have to go. Everybody basically wants you to replace me on the show and be on every single day. (laughs) Just talking good, old-fashioned, common sense. Love your work, always have done. Alison Gofton. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.